Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. No, my name is Mike Honcho. I am coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A Views, conservative news. Great to be here with you, Craig. On... Hump day. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> yes, it is hump day. This is our attempt to begin the weekend. That's right. Uh, Wednesday, we do the best we can to try and start the weekend. Uh, and uh, well, how is that? Uh, how is the beginning of the weekend going for you thus far, Mike? So far, so good. Right now, we're according to schedule. We're just a couple minutes past five, and uh, and I am uh, taking advantage of the weekend. <laughs> Unfortunately, it has been an epic failure so far for me. This uh, that my weekend has not begun today, and it likely won't start. Home. I'm, I'm working. I'm hoping that it'll start tomorrow. But uh, the wife is now home, and so I got a bunch of honeydews. The the list has grown exponentially in just the, the less than twenty four hours. She has been. She has returned, but uh, you know, hey, it is what it is. You made that trip to the you made that trip to the airport, you know. You <laughs> I did make that. that trip to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, hey, you got to you got to take got to take the uh, the the, the uh, got to take the good with the bad, but yep, that's true. Yep, <laughs> yep, and the bad with the worst. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, do us a favor. Please make sure like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and encourage your friends to do the same. However you are partaking of the program, whether you are listening to us uh, via our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook. And by the way, if you're watching us on either one of those, make sure you hit that notification button. That way you get notified as soon as these programs go live. You can participate in the live chat as the program is taking place. There you go. Do it like that. All right, so let's get into the news because uh, this first story was one that really kind of caught my eye. And this is, it kind of more kind of solidifies something that we've known about law enforcement lately. Now, you all know that murders are up. Uh, crime in general is up all, through, all throughout the country. Uh, we know that America is, in fact, uh, under threat by violent, quote-unquote, extremists. What we did not know was that, uh, well, according to our own law enforcement, in particular the, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, uh, you and I, because we are tend to be conservatives, could actually be uh, included amongst those terrorists. Now, this is a, a tweet that was sent out, and this is from the Federal Bureau of Investigation Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide. Now, uh, those of you who are, are who are gun owners, those of you who are uh, Americans, might recognize some of these symbols because uh, I'm willing to bet that if I looked at the stickers on your gun case, or uh, if I looked at your Facebook or th uh, uh, your your Twitter feed, you would probably see some of these symbols uh, located there. Uh, well, somewhere around you, which basically means that according to uh, uh, according to the uh, 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 FBI, you or I might be an extremist. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What's that? I might be an extremist. <laughs> no. No. Don't bother with me. Just practicing my uh, trigger squeeze while I had a moment. 
Uh, yeah, Craig, if you look at these symbols, um, you know, you would expect to see stuff like, uh, you know, MS-13 or uh, perhaps the Fourth Reich or something like that on there. Maybe, I don't know, uh, motorcycle gangs or something. But uh, this is this is everyday stuff that you find in your history books as well, which is what strikes me there. These are what these are what things what made this country a country. Uh, these are what things that uh, make people uh, what, what do they call themselves? Uh, the the uh, the the believers of freedom, the followers of the Constitution. Um, these are not you know whack job. You know, there's no Branch Davidians in there. You know, there's no nothing like that. Um, this is these symbols are modern everyday symbols used to symbolize your love of country. Right. I mean, take for example, like I, like I'll, I'll use this one as an example. The one down here, the Gadsden flag. Um, now, Mike, you might recognize that Gadsden flag. Uh, you might have seen that Gadsden flag somewhere before. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. Um, and that is considered an example of uh, that is considered an example of uh, uh, of extremism. Here's here's another one. You see the the little uh, the Spartan helmet that's yep. up there. You guys have probably yep. seen that Spartan helmet somewhere. Uh, which basically might uh, make you a terrorist. That's it. Um, I might make you a terrorist. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just. I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm and I'm and I'm saying to myself now, I am not a terrorist, right? Oh wait, 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 wait. no, no, wait. Here's a, wait. Here's an even better one. Let me let me find. See, it, it's even to a point where, for example, they consider revolutionary war imagery. And the Betsy Ross flag, right? Now, mind you, all of these things down here are all historical reference or historical reference imagery. But so, in other words, to look to, to commentate on, to believe in some of the founding, Comment. some of the, the, the history, to believe in the history of the United States, to recall and recount the history of the United States uh, makes you a domestic terrorist. Bring that back up again, Craig. So, uh, and give me the, the zoom out a little bit more, like you had on the moment before it, the one before it, okay, where on. I could see a little bit more of it. So you got to zoom out a little more. Hold on, it takes me just just a zoom out a little bit, change. a little bit, bring it back some. You're a fine motor scooter, and once you back that picture up, back that picture, bring up. just back a little bit. There you go, a little bit. There, there we go. go. There we. That's too much. Come in some. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Look, look, look at your symbols on there, right? Your, your right. top left, Revolutionary War flag. Um, look at come and take it on the right where you see the cannon, Revolutionary War symbols. Um, look at your, your, like you said, your uh, your Gasset flag, Revolutionary War symbols. The Liberty Tree flag, Revolutionary War symbols. The Betsy Ross flag, Revolutionary War. Look at uh, the Revolutionary War imagery. Um, I, I'll, I'll ask you to Google right now your National Guard in your state whether it be your Air National Guard or your Army National Guard, and you're going to see the imagery of the Minuteman, okay? That's right. that's what the National Guard is, all right? These are common symbols still in use today. I point right. back to, uh, Craig, when I bring it up, and I don't know uh, if we could bring it up quickly, to look at the U.S. Army flag. The U.S. Army flag is our flag. It's one of our nation's oldest flags. Um, it, it, it's got uh, the logo on it. It's got uh, the eagle. Um, and, and right at the bottom of it, it has a date. There's a date at the bottom of the U.S. Army flag, and that date is 1775. Craig, what's what was the official birth date start of this nation? When did we write the uh, the breakup letter that was heard around the world? Uh, 1776. 
1776. So that means in 1775, where it was the birthday of our army, June 14th, for well over a year, we were tyrants and revolutionaries and criminals. Yet we celebrated every day with our half million man strong U.S. Army, 1775. Oh, it's wow. right wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. Do, do you see the snake on there? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, uh -oh. I do. You see the you see the helmet on there. You see the sword on there. You see the uh, the spear on there. <laughs> you see the cannon on there. You see the body armor on there. <laughs> well, it, and once again, it just goes to show. You, and once again, this is our own government that's basically saying that if you first of all understand that 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 understanding. Talking about it, hearkening back to it is less about, okay, this is where we want to go than understanding how we yeah. got here, right? Yeah. We got here because we were dealing with a tyrannical government who is doing a lot of the stuff that they're starting to do now. Now, the difference yep. between then and now is we have the ability for a nonviolent revolution every election cycle. So it's time for us yes. to stand up and fight that battle via, via the election cycle. But it's also important for us to understand the things that they are doing and how it equates to a tyrannical government. Because that's the only way you're going to overthrow them is first by recognizing that they are tyrants. Oh, but yes. calling them a tyrant makes me a domestic terrorist. You are a domestic terrorist, right? Because you voted in the election. You, therefore, must want change to your government. There must, if there's something wrong with your government uh, and you want to change it, you must be a terrorist. Well, that's and, their definition. But if you go to the this. polls right now, right. you're a terrorist. Groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, who have as a part of their foundation to overthrow American systems, to overthrow our, to, to undo our government, right? To undo our educational system, to undo and tear down the American family, uh, the church, uh, all, all institution, American institutions, to very, undo the very fabric of what makes America, America. They, those groups are not considered domestic terrorists. By the way, those are also the groups that uh, that staged hundreds of violent riots throughout the country in 2020, destroying government property, attacking law enforcement, attacking government buildings, uh, and killing people. But they're not considered domestic terrorists. Yeah, Craig, it's, it's all hypocritical. We know that. We know this is one-sided, partisan politics running these agencies. That's what makes them, you know... Uh, impossible to follow. You know, we 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 are having a conversation uh, about uh, um, other federal agencies in here later in the program, and none of them can be taken seriously. That's that's mine right there. That's so that's not on there, Craig. So I guess I guess I'm okay. No, because mine says snake. no step on snake. No, no step on snake. <laughs> uh, so yeah, how do we take these? How do you take a federal agency seriously? How do you take a law enforcement agency seriously when you know that? They're being driven by partisan politics that that nothing right. they say can can be held. You know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, three years ago, uh, you know, we're we're patriots, uh, and now today we're we're tired or we're we are uh, uh, extremists, we're revolutionaries right. or whatever the hell they're calling us, and, and yet nothing's changed. Continue to vote the same way you did before. Continue to pay the same taxes. Right mm -hmm. now, maybe when that stops, you know, maybe when you're th when we're throwing your your tea in the harbor, you know, then you've got a you got a problem then, but. Right. Well, and, and, and this is what happens when you have the politicization of law enforcement. And by the way, we're not just seeing it in these things, but we've seen it as they've gone after 
Uh, you look at the number of people who supported Donald Trump who have been brought up, who've been charged, and who've been tried and, and are now sentenced to jail time because yep. they are political enemies of the Democratic Party. And it, it, none of that happened under Donald Trump. Even though they said it would, none of that happened. And in fact, in fact, people were still wanted to see Hillary get locked up. And because uh, I still believe she committed a, she committed a crime in deleting those those emails and correspondence in order to, in order to hide what went on in Benghazi. I still believe she did that. Uh, but there she was did. no she real did. investigation into it. Well, there was a real investigation, but the administration decided the way to heal this right. nation is not to put the previous uh, administration in jail. The right. same way that like we talked about this last week, I think the same way Abe Lincoln re reconstructed the uh, reconstruction of this country by taking yeah. all of the former CSA officials and telling them, just go home and collect your, your, your checks. You're not going to jail, but you can never hold office again. You know, that was the deal they made to heal the country. Yeah. And uh, but the problem is, is you you have people who aren't interested in healing the country. Uh, people on the oh, I'm with you now. Listen, they, after they've they've had this chance, now they've had a couple of chances now, and they continue to do this. They continue to right. turn back around and be hypocrites and backstab. I right. think Senate Bill, House Bill Number One, when uh, when when it's you know, the, the whoever the Republican is that wins the election uh, mm -hmm. in two years, uh, that 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 should be uh, uh, you know throat punch throat punch prison day for Democrats. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, for, for those that held office, for those exactly. for those that you could turn to the tape and go, let's watch the lie, you know, and then you can watch the lie on the video screen in jail. There's just not even any question. Well, well we know, I we, wasn't we, sworn we in. I'm a member of Congress and I wasn't sworn in, so I didn't have to tell the truth. Eh, you're still going to jail. Get in the right. bus. There you, know? you go. Throw them in jail. Lock them up. Yep. All right. So moving I, on. I actually don't want to put them in jail. I want to put them in the cages down on the border. The cages down on the border. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right, so, it, you know, I will tell you, and it, this is not something new, but it is amazing the things that Democrats get away with saying about Republicans. Uh, you know, Herschel Walker, uh, former uh, Georgia uh, Georgia uh, Bulldog, uh, from Georgia, uh, went to played, played football in Dallas for a few years, and uh, now all of a sudden, you know, anyway, so... Now, so he's now back in Georgia. He's running. That was his fault. That was his problem right there. He's running for Senate. Uh, hey, look, you know what? Dallas Cowboys can, can, they have at least, at least two or three Super Bowls that they can uh, credit to Herschel Walker, mostly by them trading him <laughs> to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and the trade that they got for him. But I mean, the racist stuff the Democrats have said or the people are saying about him. And this is listen to what this MSNBC commentator had to say about Herschel Walker. Check this out. Now, you ask, why are Republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent, who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts? But that's actually the reason Walker's right. going to do what he's told. And that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes to do what they're told. And Walker presents exactly as a person who lacks independent thoughts, lacks an independent agenda, lacks an independent ability to grasp policies. So, Mike, in other words, what he's saying is, is that if you are a black person and do not support the democratic dogma, uh, which is right. not based on fact, which is not based on actual information, and, and which is based on policies that have done more to harm black people than to help black people. And if you think I'm lying, just look at every city that's run by Democrats. 
and look at how black people fare in those communities and tell me that their policies don't hurt. But you are not capable of quote unquote independent thought if you disagree with them. Yeah, you're exactly right, right? It did, this guy did everything but say Uncle Tom, right? You know, oh, yeah. here's, the, here's, the, here's the black guy that does what the white guy tells him to do. Um, he, uh, uh, and, and it's exactly what you said. He's accusing her. Why Walker. are Republicans backing this man? Sorry about that. I didn't mean to play the video again. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. He's, uh, he's, he's accusing Herschel Walker of not having independent thought because he's doing – uh, uh, he's, he's he's doing what the, he, the Republicans want him to do. Yet here he is, the Democrat living in the, sh the oh, almost said it in the crap holes, right? Um, low unemployment, uh, everything everything bad about the about the, the African American black communities, except for what Trump did for his four years and brought uh, you know minorities. Uh, by the way, did did we mention that Trump gave more? money to black uh historical black universities than any president ever including the black one before him um do we mention any of that no i didn't really mention that um do we talk about how the, the lowest unemployment ever for minorities since tracked in over 50 years no we didn't talk about any of that but because those people had the had the foresight and the and the, the mind to go out and, and listen to an opposite opposing party and you know you know the hook you remember the hook that donald trump used to get the minorities to listen to him what he said hey lose? he what said yeah, yeah they've been lying to you 50 years they've right. been lying to you 50 years what do you got to lose what do you got to lose and people did and they went you know what i am better today under donald trump and that's a herschel walker that's well, a man right there who listen yeah. it's a georgia education so i don't know how good the education was but it was a georgia education but he's clearly an educated man well, they're, they're, um, and he knew he's enough accusing to leave him dallas of being unintelligent so because he man. speaks with a southern because he speaks with a southern drawl and uh, just basically because of how he speaks he considers him to be unintelligent so he doesn't look at the content of what he says what 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 uh, mr uh what mr yeah. eli says here is or mr mistral uh, what he says is, well, he looks like because a, like a he's black, black and because he doesn't speak with a northeastern accent, uh, clearly this guy is unintelligent, right? In other words, he is basically racially profiling him, not listening to the content of what he says at all, yeah. because he can't refute any of the content of what uh, of what uh, uh, Herschel Walker has to say. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, it, can this guy be as ignorant as Herschel Walker has a Southern accent, so he's dumb? Let, let you me, can't let be that me, ignorant. Let me ask you this. Now, imagine someone on Fox News saying something like that about any black Democrat running. Tell me that they would not, Democrats would not be losing their minds. It'd be all over the Associated Press, oh, all yeah, over yeah. the New York they, Times. It would, you would not be able yeah. to not tune in right. and find that sort of thing if someone on a news network actually said the sorts of things. And by the way, that's just one of the things. I mean, they've said some pretty darn racist things about Herschel Walker. And, uh, and, and the thing is, is that and no, and no Democrats are stepping up and saying anything about it. Like, dude, you want to attack his policies, attack his policies. But yeah. to, to, in, uh, to attack his intelligence to attack his accent because of where he's from and how he talks. Now all of now all of a sudden that is legitimate and you got other black folks who ain't saying nothing. I'm like, where are though where are all those, you know, uh, uh folks who, you know, who 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 want to oppose racism and racist rants and microaggressions. It's there ain't no microaggression. That's a macroaggression right there. And yet they got it's nothing. It's my it's my 
my my belief, my feeling. You tell me. Uh, at least over here in, in the south, and I've been living here a couple of years now. The um, uh, there are still a, a large, a large population, a large percentage of of uh, African American community that are Trump supporters. However, mm-hmm. they've chosen at this point to do like the white Trump supporters did five, six years ago: shut their damn mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't go around talking about it. They don't post stickers. They know they're going to vote for Trump. They don't talk about it with their coworkers. Don't talk about it with their families because guess what? It's my personal business. I'm going to do what I want. And I don't feel like dealing with you idiots. Um, so you're seeing a lot of that when, when you, when you finally get to sit down with a group of people that are represented just mm-hmm. based on the, you know, the, the, the population of the United States, you still see that mm-hmm. it's, it's well over 25%, and, maybe even up to half. And those minorities now looking at uh, right. the Republican party and Donald well, Trump. I, I, and I'm glad you pointing that out because this is not just a technique that they use with black people because they do it with right. Latinos, uh, on on yeah. on on a, a huge percentage of the of the the Spanish speaking stations, I know in Texas there's a huge radio station. I think it's Texas or Miami, one of the two. There's a huge radio station that was uh, or that Spanish language, I think it was television station that had a lot of personalities that were conservative. Uh, George Soros uh, backed group went and bought them out, and then basically has. Uh, either gotten rid of or many of them have quit uh, the conservatives have quit because they're trying to silence them because they know that people people of color in general are tired of being treated like they're stupid by the democratic party they're tired of being lied to right they're tired of like yeah. you know for example being called latins or latinos are tired of being called latinx what less than three percent of latinos want to be called latinx they're offended by it and yet the 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 uh, academic or the rich liberals uh, continue to try and tell them, well, this is what you should be called because you should want to be called this. Mm-hmm. They continue to talk down yep. to and treat people of color like it's bad. There was a study just done that said that something like seventy five percent of of Latinos believe that America is the greatest country on earth. And yet, I don't know where the Latinx. We we talked. I think we talked about this before. The Latinx thing. Yeah. Latinx sounds like the that's the cheerleader squad for the Latino football team. It's <laughs> it's the stupidest name in the world. We're Latinx. And what does that right. what does that mean? I know they tried to encompass everything, but you know what they didn't do? They didn't ask anybody that was Latin or Hispanic. Right. Well, they, exactly. They, so I forgot that part. I'm glad to see. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that they are exposing themselves, and I'm glad we're we make it. We need to continue to make it a point to point out. It went like, look, they think, they they think that because they they they're in this bubble where they get away with saying stuff like this. Once those comments get outside of that bubble, once they're now available to the public, people start to see the Democratic Party for who they are, which are racist, elitist, academics. Uh, who think that they are better than the rest of us? Very true, very true. What's this guy's name? The, the one with the big uh, Eli, the white afro, Mist Mistal. Eli Mistal. He's a commentator on uh, uh, on MSNBC, and he thinks he can go on with that afro and people take him seriously, right? Well, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not against the idea. If a brother wants to have an afro, brother can have an afro. I, I give him credit. At least it's padded down, and it's not like all crazy. Like, but I'm not in afros. I don't I don't wear an afro. But uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with afros. I'm saying the 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 giant white. It looks like a clown afro. It's it's not. <laughs> it's white. He pulled it on. It looks it looks ridiculous. Is what it looks like. It looks like like a man bun. It just looks like what are you doing? That's not even looking real. You know, it's just 
on that note. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. It doesn't look like his real hair. It doesn't look like his real hair to me. No, it does not. Actually, it does not look like his real hair. But evidently, he, he's, he's trying to portray it or push it, put it off as though it is his hair. So we shall see. <laughs> Moving right along, the mayor of New York has been uh well they, there was an event that took place in new york where they wanted to where they were talking about making new york safe and one of the things uh that was mentioned at this particular event was that uh the new york mayor eric adams who you know ran as a law and order type uh, uh you know mayor uh is, dem is demonstrating that uh well he doesn't know what the hell he's doing or what the hell he's talking about wanted to access ATF's gun database to target uh, negligent firearms makers, uh, manufacturers. And uh, ATF, in the very same meeting, in front of the public, told him, dude, you have no idea what you are talking about. I mean, now, Mike, the, the point of this was he wanted to say, he wanted to access ATF's gun database and didn't really say exactly which database but he wanted to use it to be able to track and find out what firearms are being used in crimes so that he can then turn around and sue those manufacturers uh, for, uh, well, for, for being neglectful. Yeah, here, uh, here he is, the New York City Mayor uh, Adams, former police captain, ran on the, uh, the law and order ticket. But he's a Democrat, so he's got issues, right, Craig? He's, he right. wants to be tough on crime. But how can he be tough on crime when he's the Democrat, let everybody out of jail party, right? So he's taken kind of a, a, a harder stance than most uh, people that voted for him realized he was going to take. But he's still, uh, because of his party background, uh, very uneducated on, on the way a lot of the, the, the law enforcement system outside of the city of New York works. Um, I, I mean, it looks like he may never, never have worked on a federal task force before based on the questions he's asking the atf it's kind of like he got his knowledge about the atf from watching a tv show you know rather than uh rather than what you know actually you know listening and doing research he asked them for their database like you said but never once specified the database you know because we see on tv the database says oh look we found this gun it's registered to johnny smith over on third and main um that's what he wants he wants that database yet the database that the ATF kept talking about was the sales database, and that's maintained by um, those individuals that sell the firearms, right? And the people that the five agencies that he had there, the five government, or excuse me, five uh, 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 manufacturers of firearms, um, those were the the highest level of manufactured guns that end up in crimes in New York, and that's why he asked them there. But he wants to use the database to find out what guns were sold. But if you already have the information that those are the guns that are most sold, you have the information. So what database do you need? They spend an hour talking about a database without ever talking about what database they're talking about. Because listen, ATF and the feds got a database for everything. They got a database for what color shoes you wear to work today. Uh, but what they want is, and what he's trying to get at is the federally protected, uh, you know, the, the copies of, of, of the purchase orders of the firearms, of the 4473s. Mm -hmm. uh, they mentioned it once in there that they're old paper documents and they don't have the ability to right. digitize them. One, because of manpower. Two, because the 1986 update to the Crime Control Act, right, or the Gun Control Act said uh, you cannot make that a database and it cannot be available to the public or to anybody below the federal level. 
and, and Mike, this was a pretty public slapdown because he, he pretty. This is yeah. what he says. So, so the article says, "It's unfortunate he made that statement before he was educated by me." Special agent in charge John DeVito told the crowd at the Protecting New York Summit, sponsored by City and State of New York, on July 21st. Everyone, everybody wants uh, to vilify gun manufacturers. Uh, DeVito said, adding that one of his biggest jobs is to educate officials, law enforcement partners, and prosecutors exactly what the information means and how they can use it and how they shouldn't utilize it. And I do that on a daily basis. Uh, and he, once again, he recognizes and he points out that you know people think that this is like a, a holy grail. But And he wants, and, and then once again, he goes after the, the where they're trying to vilify uh, firearms manufacturers and firearms retailers. But as he said, in particular, the retailers, they're the first line of defense when it comes to protecting or keeping bad people from getting firearms. They're the, they, they are the ones designed to help uh, enforce the law at the stores, right? So, and, and they are highly regulated. Uh, you, you've been, you're an FFL. You know what, it, what you have to go through in terms of your paperwork and inspections at both the federal, state, and in some cases, local levels. Um, it's one of the most highly regulated industries in this country. And what he's saying is, is that overwhelmingly uh, they are, are, are protecting us from protecting peop the people uh, from misuse of firearms, not the purveyors of misuse of firearms. Yeah, and, and uh, he's got to be careful there. This uh, this ATF uh, looks like the the New York uh, special agent in charge, New York City special agent in charge, uh, Devito. Uh, he said a lot of things there that were very, um, I would say, uh, uh, on the right side. Okay, uh, right. maybe some 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 pro Second Amendment stuff. Um, you know, to where I think if old Steve Dettelbeck there, the new uh, head of the ATF, hears that that this guy's going to be out of a job. But he did say some other things, mm -hmm. DeVito, that made him sound extremely anti-gun as well, right? Right. Where he's, he says in the same sentence, Craig, at one point that um, we are strongly pro-gun, yet we have a great desire for more strict gun control laws. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know how to... You're, maybe you're not paying attention to the people around you, okay? Because you just put the people on the opposite sides of the fence sitting in a boat together, right. and that's well, not how it's think playing you can out. Be, people think you can be, be pro-gun control and pro-gun at the same time, and I'm sorry, you can't. No. There, no, there's, there's no way. Cause, because in there's most no cases, in, in, and I've yet to see a newly introduced gun control law that was not in one way or another, a violation or an attempted violation of the right to keep and bear arms. When you start limiting someone, mag, whether it's magazine capacities, features on a firearm, uh, you start telling people, uh, you know, we've already got it so that, quote unquote, supposedly violent criminals uh, and the mentally ill who are violent uh, cannot own or possess firearms. We've already got that. So when you start saying, well, all right. Well, if, if you know, you start adding crimes that are nonviolent crimes. No, that's not pro-gun. I just, I don't know. I just keep going over, going it over and over and again. I've yet to see a newly introduced piece of gun control legislation that I would label and look at as pro-gun. Yeah, and, and listen, they continue to write laws, right? We see this all the time. New York just did this. Um, California just did this. We write laws that we already have. I mean, the, the extreme example is um, the law exists. You cannot be in a park with alcohol and a gun, right? Right. So you can't be in a park with alcohol and a gun. And then they'll have something go on in the park, and they'll write a new law that says you can't have a gun in a park 
with alcohol. Right. You, you, it just and this, you're like it's just the same thing, dude. You it's just wrote a law same. for it's something that already exists. Thing. You just change the order of it. You know. Right. No, well, it's a new law. You know, it's a new law. So. Well, because evidently doing things that are effective are not what they're interested in. They're interested in the press releases and the media appearances and the media basically, uh, well, you know, fawning over them when they yep. do these things. That's all, they, they do it for the media. One more law, Craig. One. That's all more, we need is one more law. One more law. Well, I'll tell you what, moving right along, uh, one thing that we definitely need is one more Trump candidate because Mike, uh, things are showing that Trump candidates in yesterday's primaries, because there were primaries that were held in a number of different states, Trump candidates appear to be doing very well, in particular when they're running against uh, when they're running against uh, other Republicans who are non-Trump candidates. Now, what I found interesting in uh, in most of the pieces, Mike, that I read relating to the success of Trump candidates is. We're not necessarily just talking about candidates who are supported by Trump, but people who believe that uh, whether or not they believe the election was was stolen, people who believe that there were irregularities in the 2020 election, they lumped them in with Trump supporters, people who supported Trump's policies, but maybe didn't like his personality. They were lumped in with Trump supporters. So basically what they're saying is Repub real Republicans did well and those who decided that they wanted to uh basically hate on donald trump and hate on 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 trump's policies yeah they didn't do so well and they haven't done so well in 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 primaries so far this year craig if this this story if it said um hmm. uh false or, or excuse me, uh, uh what do they call it called uh, false irregularities of election you know uh, reports of false or reports of uh, election irregularities. If it said that one more time, I was going to throw up. I mean, it. Every everybody started with candidate so and so who also believed the false reports of election irregularities. Yeah, so he's yeah, that. That's this 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 leading article once again. Falsehoods in multiple party primaries, November general election. So, in other words, if you believed that there were problems with the election, which there are plenty of people who believe that there are problems with the election uh, that are, are that are not saying that the that the election was stolen. But if you believe there are any irregularities, that anything that happened shouldn't have happened, uh, you are uh, right. you are a Trump supporter and and alleging pull, falsehood. Pull that back up real quick. Pull that back up real quick. I, I just saw what it is. It's they they refer to everybody as the. Here we go. The. Supporting Donald Trump's 2020 election falsehoods. There you go. The election falsehoods. That's, that's all it was. You know, every one of us is out there taking a look at it, Craig. Now you're a guy that voted for Obama once, right? Um, yet Never you, voted you're for at the point. Obama. You were you're you didn't not the first time you didn't vote for no, him the first time. I did not. I you, never did, voted for Obama. Didn't you ever. want hope and change? Ever. I thought you wanted hope and change. Ever, ever, never. Um. So see, I, I I caught him, folks. He's paying attention today. Um. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> the uh, you, you see where they, they feed this in. It's it's mm -hmm. it's it's part of their standard language now. Mm -hmm. It's part of the 2020 election falsehoods. It's part of the you know you're, you're now you're an extremist right. because you saw three people with suitcases loading ballots from underneath a table into a machine and said, "Can I ask a question here about that?" And now no, no, whoa, no. now you're you, an extremist. You are you're you are an extremist. an extremist who is pushing election falsehoods. Yeah. 
Um, if you yes, believe yes, that, yeah. if you if you questioned why election officials change the rules of the election without actually passing any legislation, you yes. are a purveyor of lies and uh, falsehoods. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good thing I like about this, uh, Craig, this story, and we uh, and we talked about this recently also, is they're not just running for willy-nilly any position anywhere. These people are running for positions that will make a difference if an election irregularity ever comes up again. We're talking yep. about secretaries of state, supervisors of elections, governor's office, those kind of things. We're talking about senators. We're not talking about uh, you know Congress. We're talking about people at the state and local level that can make a difference if this nonsense happens again. Woo-ha. Yep. That's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. Yep. All right. We're, we're coming up against it here. So let's get to our parting shots. Um, this first one, uh, well, it's in honor of, well, we all know, we all know exactly how the, the media is portraying things that are going on, uh, in our particular election cycle. And, uh, it's kind of funny because I, as, as a kid, I remember growing up watching wrestling and recognizing, and I acknowledge that it was totally fake, but there are people who believe that wrestling is real. Just like- Okay, hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Yes. It, you're saying wrestling wasn't fake. All right. Wrestling was athletic. Yes. It was a sport. Yes. It was uh, a choreographed sport. All right. But it was, saying it's, it, every time I hear people say wrestling's fake, I'm like, well, let me what do you mean, like a clarify. cartoon? They did <laughs> all of the, it is, it is the, it is one of the, the most athletic performances that you will ever yes. see, but it was already pre-choreographed. Yes. And it's only a sport if you don't know the outcome, uh, if you don't know, or if, if the, the participants do not already know the outcome, right? They already knew, they already planned the outcome before. So yeah, no, it was... And once again, it was phenomenal to watch, and it was very athletic, but it's not real sport. Just like MSNBC and CNN are not. Here's related. what I'll say. I would dispute, dispute you that it's not a real sport. I'll say it's not a real competition. What is sport but competition? <laughs> when, when, the, when, the, the, when, when you, while you are participating, if the outcome is already known, then it's not a sport. Is jogging a sport? Is running a sport? No. Racing is so a sport. So running's not a sport. Racing running's is not a sport? sport. If you are racing and you are competing right. in a guy in a competition or a race, that's a sport. Right. So when I'm wrestling and I've got this guy and I'm lifting him over my head and I'm lifting three hundred pounds over my head, that's not athletic ability. That's not a sport. That, that it's totally athletic ability. That doesn't make it a sport. That's not a sport though. Because I have to win the crowd. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. You're, you're never going to get me to buy that one, but. Uh, All right, let's do it. Go ahead. That's a good one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you got a kid here watching. He's watching. He's like, he's watching wrestling on TV. And he's like, you know, you're watching something totally made up and fake. Uh, and he's like, yeah, sort of like you watching CNN and MSNBC. Boom, mom, in your face. And why does mom have a five, uh, 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 five o'clock shadow? I want to know that. Well, well see, now um, there you go, gendering. That could be dad. <laughs> no, no, not what it's not what his legs cross like that. That's that's not a. I don't care if you're who you are. If you if you Mike, cross your legs Mike, like that, you're not a dude. It's a liberal, Mike. It's a liberal. Uh, and, and did you notice that you notice the shirt? She's wearing a share shirt. Yeah. C H E R. I don't know where where does share come. Who's heard of share in the past ten years? How is she on this woman's shirt? I don't know, but it is what it is. <laughs> 
All right, and this next one I I am familiar with. Uh, Gavin Newsom. Is it a sport? As I like to call him. Uh, he has won a new award. He's won the U-Haul 2022 U-Haul Salesman of the Year Award uh, because, well, and Mike, you, you, you probably know this because uh, we were talking about the very same thing as it's been experienced in the Northeast. Uh, when you are in a liberal state, uh, and you want to you want to you want to use a U-Haul and you want to go someplace like Texas, like California. It's like it costs you like a couple of grand to rent a U-Haul from California to Texas. But they almost pay you to go from Texas to drive the U-Haul back to California. Hey, uh, a, a friend of ours, uh, a friend of the Second Amendment community, uh, bought a uh, classic car down here out of. Uh, Southern Georgia, I think it was North Florida, Southern Georgia, and he's up in New Jersey and he wanted to come down and, and rent a U-Haul trailer, uh, rent a U-Haul trailer up there and just come down and pick it up and take it back up. Right. So he mm-hmm. was going to drive his, his truck with a U-Haul trailer behind it. Right. Right. Um, and, and they wanted to, to bring a, a, a U-Haul down, down coast into South was like a thousand dollars. So, Instead of doing that, he booked a ticket, flew in, paid for his ticket, and the U-Haul, he rented the U-Haul van and the U-Haul trailer and drove it from Georgia to New Jersey for $10. Wow. <laughs> because they need they need stuff so bad because everybody's leaving the Northeast and right. coming to the South the same way they're leaving California and heading to the Southwest. Um, they need stuff so bad. You, if, just, I'm... I'm thinking about, uh, I, I got to go to New York in a couple of weeks. I'm thinking about just renting a U-Haul. I'll get to go for free. <laughs> but folks, this is how this is how bad the mass exodus, that's how bad the mass exodus is yeah. uh, in California. And, and the, what's funny is they think that, well, hey, here's what we'll do. We'll allow you to transition your 12-year-old child from one gender to another here in California. And, oh, we'll also let allow you to have abortions, you know, two years after your child is born. That ought to get people yeah. moving back to California. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, good stuff. Morons. All right, Morons. Mike, how about a quick shout-out to our sponsors? Let's say hey to our good friends at that Gorilla Machining, Grid Defense, the California Republican Assembly, and, of course, uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Check them out. If you go to their websites, if you like what you see, spend some money with them and make sure you tell them that the guys over at the Rundown were the ones that sent you. With that, we're going to call it a day. We thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on a Thirsty Thursday. I'll let you like yum, yum.